Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. Any individual opinions expressed do not represent the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Coming up on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, Neff Canuck and I are joined live on the air by two of the cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida, Umi and Mako-chan. They'll introduce themselves to the podcast audience and discuss their thoughts on this week's Love Live concert screening. We'll also bring you the good news and the bad news about Studio Ghibli and the usual odds and ends that make this the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. It starts right now, here on... From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting all around the world to lovers of anime and the Japanese culture, we welcome you to the February 27th, 2020 installment of the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I'm J.R. Horace. We thank you for joining us a little bit late on this Thursday evening, our final podcast for the month of February. The Extreme Anime Radio Podcast is powered by Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. You can find us on a variety of podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google, Anchor, TuneIn, and a few others. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. With that, I'm going to bring everybody into the room now, and it might be a little noisy because uh, one of our guests tonight is uh, actually uh, busy doing some business, so um, we do apologize if you notice any background noise. And speaking of background noise, the master of the background noise, as everybody knows, is Mr. Nef Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening. It is a bit chilly up in this neck of the woods, and we had a bit of snow. Um, let's just say this morning's drive into work was a bit of an adventure. It was uh- like the ice planet of Hoth. <laughs> Uh, see episode five of Star Wars for that, uh, for those uninitiated. We are joined at this time by two of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida, and, might I add, longtime supporters of Extreme Anime Radio in general over a period of many, many, many years. So we'll start just by going south to the mid-Atlantic region of the U.S. 
where somebody is doing laundry. Say hello to <laughs> Mako Chan cosplay. Hello there. Hello. Yes, I'm doing laundry, but it is for a show. It's not mine. <laughs> How have you been? I have been very good. I'm not loving this flip-flop in the weather, and it's making the trees kind of and trees and grass start to pollinate and throw my allergies off. So I'm having a fun time <laughs> with <Good>. this weather. <laughs> well, we thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, we are also joined by another talented person coming from an area where they just celebrated Mardi Gras. Say hello to Umi. Hello, Umi. Hi! Hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi to you, too. How have you been? <laughs> I am also experiencing this crazy flip-flop in the weather. It's cold one day and then hot the next, but right now it seems like the weather gods have decided that it's going to be cold. And this is so very uncharacteristic of the South. I'm very, very upset. But you know what? I'm going to live through it. We're going to make it work. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be great. How, uh, how cold are you expecting it to be? Um, they said it was supposed to get down to freezing temperatures, so 32 degrees Celsius uh, Fahrenheit. <laughs> wow, you're right next to the Gulf, and it's going to be 32? Yeah, Um, and then what makes it worse is that because I'm right by the Gulf, it's humid, so even though it might be temperature-wise warmer than up north, it's actually a lot more uncomfortable because of the humidity it's a wet cold instead of a dry cold so you literally can't do anything at all you just have to stay underneath five blankets you can't function can't do it wow well um as i said uh umi and mako chan have been uh longtime supporters of extreme anime radio but a lot of our podcast listeners may not know a lot about them. So I'll start with you, Umi, because I know Mako's been on a previous podcast. What can you tell uh, everybody about yourself? Um, well, first of all, I'm a Gemini. There you go. <laughs> um, I live in the South, so I love warm weather. I can't stand this ridiculous cold. Um, I've been doing cosplaying and just liking anime in Japan in general for over half of my life. Um, I won't say how long because then that will date me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for a very, very long time, you know, I've seen a lot of trends come and go. Um, and, you know, right now one of the bigger trends are idols. And I'm really excited about that because... That has always been one of my biggest um, interests. So the fact that it's in vogue right now makes me really happy. Um, you know, I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to, you know, eat delicious snacks. You know, last time I was on the show, we had the um, Kit Kat tasting, and that was fun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So that was, that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Wow, I remember that, and uh, yeah, that makes me hungry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> there you go, there you go. But uh, yes, uh, Umi has done uh, many Sarah photo shoots over the years, and um, we do appreciate your support, Umi. So uh, thank you, and uh, we look forward to tonight. And uh, Mako-chan, uh, whose uh, who's sprays <laughs> sound like we're in stereo here. <laughs> <laughs> Hollow powder stains so badly. <laughs> it's messy. It's so messy. 
We know you were on a few uh, shows ago, but uh, tell the podcast listeners about yourself. So I've been cosplaying for quite some time, been into anime even longer, um, first anime, and everybody can argue with me on this. I don't care. It's Sailor Moon, first one I ever watched before I even knew what anime was. Woo. So, so yep. I <laughs> um, So I've... I've been listening to Extreme Anime Radio for a very, very, very long time, probably since I found out what anime actually was. So when JR says longtime supporter, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm a theater major, so sometimes I have to do things like do the laundry and pre-treat and soak laundry, <laughs> uh, dirty costumes. So, um, but... Other than that, in my spare time, I'm part of a Love Lab dance group based in the Mid Atlantic region, um, mainly mainly in the in DC in the DC area. Um, we perform at Katsucon, Otakon, and Anime USA. Um, and I was very excited to find out that I didn't have to drive up to DC for this for this live screening. So I'm I, I was like I'm I'm there. I'm totally for it. But it's become one of my um, most memorable events doing these performances, and I've gotten a second family from the girls in the group, uh-huh. so I owe a lot to Love Live right now. Uh, we're going to get to Love Live uh, in just a little bit, but uh, well, very quickly, Mako, um, you were at uh, KatsuCon, correct? How did that go? Yes, it was a lot of fun. I was very, very busy because I'm on st- I'm on staff. But when I was off when I was off shift, I was running around, um, having fun with and with some of my friends, some friends that I see all the time, some friends that I don't necessarily get to see very often because we're all scattered across the U.S. Especially one that might be moving back here soon. We're crossing our fingers that she gets a job to come back here and come home, so to speak. Um, but Moon Knight had a dance gathering for all idols, so we didn't have just Love Live. We played some Hare Hare Yukai. We played some Lucky Star. If it if it's an idol anime, if it's an idol anime of some sort, we usually put it out there. And we had some Miku going on too, so some and some caramel dance that I think popped up before I even showed up to it. So fun. Oh, cool, cool. So um, while we're on the subject of um, conventions, uh, Umi, I know you have uh, plans for some cons uh, in 2020, including uh, one con that's actually happening uh, this coming weekend. Yes, I do. It's called FreeCon, and it's going to be in Tallahassee, Florida. I will be there on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'll also be, um, a participant in a panel. So if you could come check me out, that would be awesome. Oh, cool. Cool. So, um, it's a bit of a trip for you. It's about six hours away, but it's all interstate. So it's not a hard drive. Okay. It's pr- it's pretty much a straight shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, um, a lot has transpired uh, in Japan lately, um, a lot of the news that we have heard about Japan is um, kind of uh, iffy with regards to the uh, new coronavirus outbreak. It's been pretty much dominating the headlines in Japan and many parts of the world 
over these last uh, few weeks especially, and I know uh, my guess is that this news isn't going to go away uh, anytime soon. Isn't that right, Neff? Yeah, it appears that this particular uh, virus is not... Uh, well, they haven't found a cure for it yet, so basically all that's happening is people are being quarantined while the virus incubates, although now there's talk that the incubation period may be a little longer than they thought it was, which mm. might mean, which might explain why we're getting, you know, the spread of the virus as quickly as we are, because it was initially thought that the virus was a 14 day incubation period. Uh, now it seems to be that the incubation period is as high as 21 days. Wow. So yeah. Anywhere from a few days to up, up to that then, huh? Yeah. So basically, if you're around, if you were on anybody that had any any sniff of that particular virus, you could be, in theory, either a carrier or afflicted with it in due in due course. Right, uh, and Japan is, I know from what I've been reading in the news reports, uh, taking a lot of measures to try to prevent the spread of coronavirus within Japan. A lot of those um, outbreaks came on that quarantine cruise ship, uh, the Diamond Princess. Um, from a few weeks back, but um, Japan has been calling on um, the suspension or curtailing of a lot of public events. Um, starting next week, uh, Japan's going to be closing schools for a month. Um, they normally take a break uh, around mid or late March for a spring holiday, but essentially that spring holiday is going to start now this coming week. Um, so sport events have been uh Cancel, postponed. Uh, some sports events even being held um, without uh, the general public in attendance to try to prevent the spread of the uh, coronavirus. And a lot of uh, public places are being uh, closed right now, like a lot of uh, attractions uh, in major cities, um, which include, uh, I've been reading, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government, the Observation Towers in Tokyo are closing. Um, also, the Ghibli Museum, a very, very popular attraction that we've mentioned on the podcast before. Uh, that is also going to be closing indefinitely until um, they've um, reached a point where they think uh, coronavirus will no longer be an imminent factor. Um, so, as we mentioned in the open of the show, uh, for Studio Ghibli, there is good news and bad news. We just mentioned the bad news. But there is a little good news, uh, as Neff, I believe you brought to my attention a little earlier today. Yeah, um, Studio Ghibli's soundtracks have been added to Spotify, although it's not entirely clear which countries that's being done in. Uh, it doesn't seem to be in Canada, but I believe it is in the U.S., which is why it, it made the, it made the, the Twitter news. So uh, lucky you guys. Unfortunately, up here, all we can do is go... <laughs> We're just going to have to listen to our mating call of the moose on Spotify and be done with it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> now, Umi, you were telling me earlier that um, Spotify may not have all the tracks. Um, Yeah, on the American side of Spotify, it doesn't seem like everything is available to stream. Um, there's a whole big long list of like a whole bunch of Ghibli songs, but only four of them are available to play. So I don't know what that's about either. Um, so we're we're right with you, Neff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're well, we're we're just gonna have to make our own uh, 
Ghibli soundtracks, which, I mean, there's plenty of covers on Spotify, which are great. I love hearing other people's uh, renditions of beloved songs, so it's not that bad. Right. I'm not a Spotify user myself, but I probably will be getting into it soon, considering that uh, uh, Spotify, a.k.a. Anchor, is hosting our podcast, so... (laughs) Um, One thing that I've noticed when doing these searches for the Ghibli songs... Um, a lot of them are from one of my favorite composers, and I'm sure some of you listening and joining me will agree, Joe Hisaishi. So if you look Mm. up Joe Hisaishi, there's a good chance you will run into a lot of the Ghibli songs that way. Now you have me reaching for my Spotify. Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, okay, we're going to check this real quick, aren't we? All right. It yes. Looks, it looks like there's a good bit on the American Spotify, and there's there's a whole bunch. Like, so what Spotify does is they have this whenever they make their own like official playlist. It's called "This Is" and then whatever the artist name is. Okay. Um. So for his, um, he's got a whole bunch. So it's not even just his like Spirited Away and other you know related franchises it's other things that he's done too so that's pretty cool wow Mm. i'm a favorite of uh his works with uh takeshi kitano beat takeshi he's done a (laughs) lot of films where he and joe collaborated for a while and then i think they had some sort of disagreement and one of my friends told me a long time ago but um a lot of beat takeshi's um Films, I think, in the 80s and 90s were also composed by Joe Hisaishi. So, Umi, you're saying I can uh, I can go on to Spotify and just create this playlist? Well, it's it's already on there. Like his, like a lot of his popular works and stuff, or his releases are already on there. Like he's got some albums um, that are up there, but but there's just a playlist that's a whole bunch of random things from different franchises so it looks like it's pretty big too so i think you'll be satisfied with what it has to offer and you could also download it too if you have the spotify premium Mm -hmm. um i'm not sure if you can do it with the free account but i have the premium because i use it every single day and i hate ads and it's only yeah it's only ten dollars a month so i feel like it's a good investment for me so um and it's Whenever you have the premium, it's it's uh, HD quality, so you can download it. It's HD. There's no ads. It's like the best ten dollars I spend every month. So okay. I definitely definitely recommend it. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm, I'm jotting down these notes here because I may have to give it a shot here at some point. Do it. <laughs> Very quickly, um, Mako and Umi, I'll put you on the spot. Starting with uh, Mako, what's your favorite Ghibli film? Spirited Away. It was the first one I ever watched, and uh, it it's what got me into um, the other movies. I started slowly watching everything. I think I watched Kiki's Delivery Service right after that because that came out the year I was born, and then I just started. It just started snowballing from there. <laughs> and you, Umi. Um, probably the same thing, but Princess Mononoke was also my first, uh, film, so mm. that one, you know, is near and dear to my heart, and then probably Castle in the Sky, um, is my second favorite. Yep. How about you, Neff? 
Well, I just had to look. I just had to look up uh, the discography, uh, the filmography on Wikipedia because there are so many, and I have to try and choose one. Hi. Well, I'm going to go with Kiki's Delivery Service only because you know magic tends to be one of those things I, you know, like to like to see, and you know, it's, I thought it was a wonderful little story. Yes, I'm going to go between Kiki's Delivery Service and I can sing this, and I won't get in trouble. Totoro, Totoro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love Totoro and the cat bus? Come on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's great. For sure, for sure. Well, no, no. Umi's telling me now all Josie Hisaishi uh, stuff is on Spotify. I'm like, yeah, I think I want it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get it. It's really great. Like, I love the app on my phone and I love having the web player and there's even a Windows app for it. It's all good. It makes it so easy and then you could even control it if you like if you're on your phone but you have your laptop on or your computer or whatever with the web player, you can control it from your phone. So if you're halfway across the room and you don't feel like getting up to your computer to skip the song, you can just do it right there on your phone. Oh wow. I had something like that uh oh man. I wanna say I wanna say around the time I joined the station, uh there was something similar. I wanna say it was called click radio. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe somebody mm-hmm. can correct me later. But it was something similar and it would actually uh it was kinda like a, a radio station on your computer where it would um, download the songs sort of in a specific file format and to just play it off your computer, and then every so often you could skip, and uh, you kind of made your own personal playlist, and you kind of hear the same songs over and over when you play it every day, which was kind of neat. Um, it was Click Radio, it was called Something Else. Um, that sounds vaguely familiar. Like, I'm not super, like... I don't know too much about it, but that does sound, that name kind of sounds familiar. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. It probably was it. Click Radio was an internet startup whose flagship product was a radio program that sought to deliver uninterrupted and high-quality music. Click Radio downloaded songs to the computer's hard drive because high-quality audio streaming was not available at the time. Aha! There you go. Yes, back back in those days, we had a little something called DSL. DSL? No, 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 no. Before DSL, my friend. No, oh, no, yeah. no. Oh, don't. 2400 baud. Twenty four. Try twelve hundred or three hundred if you were if you were unlucky enough with the acoustic coupler, no less. Wow, we're we're going way back, aren't we? To the to the days of gateway computers, CompuServe, and my favorite, Prodigy. <laughs> I'm I, I'm going to say I go back further than that and leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll I'll, uh, I'll take your word on that. Um, we are joined here on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast by Nef Kanuk, by Mako Chan, and by Umi. We need to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Umi and Mako will talk about love live. This is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Have you heard about those places out there that sell personalized video greetings from celebrities? 
How would you like a personal greeting? And who better to star in your video message than Extreme Anime Radio's mascot, Sarah Yoshida. Sarah Shoutouts, featuring the cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida. Sarah Shoutouts allow you to select a Sarah cosplayer to provide a personalized shoutout or greeting on video. Want to wish someone a happy birthday or a happy holiday? Good luck on a test? Ask for advice? Too shy to say something and want Sarah to say it on your behalf? There are many possibilities. And most importantly, proceeds from your personalized video will go directly to Extreme Anime Radio in order to pay the station's operating expenses. For more information on how you can schedule a Sarah shout-out, please email extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Terms and conditions apply. Mention you heard about Sarah shout-outs on the podcast and get yours for only $16. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. J.R. Horse joining you here on the 27th of February, 2020, or whenever you're listening to us through the podcast, hosted by Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. After a bit of a uh, technical difficulty, we are back here with Nef Canuck and Mako and Umi. And uh, now we get to talk about uh, something that was mentioned uh, early on uh, in our broadcast tonight. A little something called Love Live School Idol Project. It all started with uh, Honoka Kosaka, and it turned into a multi-million yen, multi-performer franchise that has enjoyed... A lot of success all around the world. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, earlier this week, Mako and Umi joined together in two different locations, but they were together. <laughs> we'll put it that way. And they were they were looking at the replay of a Love Live concert which was recorded uh, several weeks back, I believe, in Saitama, north mm -hmm. of uh, Tokyo, Japan. It was uh, the delayed screening of the Love Life concert uh, and uh, Fathom Events uh, theaters across North America were screening uh, that concert. So, um, Umi, I think I'll start with you. Uh, what did you think of the concert? It was amazing. It, I never imagined that I'd ever be able to see an idol concert on a big, gigantic movie screen in America, you know, nonetheless, you know, right in my backyard. So that was definitely like a very big highlight of my idol fandom life. <laughs> <laughs> Good old idol fandom life. And what about you, um, Mako? Uh, it was also really, really amazing for me. Um, like I mentioned before, I am part of a Love Live dance group uh, based out of Washington, D.C. So when events like this happen, usually D.C. does get the delayed screenings or like in the case of the movies that came out in coinciding with both series, they'd get the movies up there. So I'd have to drive 
to um, visit my friends up there and see the films with them. As soon as I saw that it released where I live, I said, it's actually coming here. We never get anything. So I told my friends, I'm not coming up. I'm going to class and then I'm going to this screening here. Um, <laughs> and it was just as awesome as if I was with them. I was really sad that I couldn't enjoy it with them, but I knew that they were 300 miles away from me still enjoying it and having fun. Mm. Now, um, Umi, were there any special uh, things uh, that happened at your particular screening that made uh, the experience even better for you? Everybody that was in the audience, every single one of us had a pin light. So that was <laughs> really awesome to me. Um, they only had about 10 people in my theater. I know that's kind of small compared to some of the more populated areas but new orleans apparently doesn't have a very big idol scene unfortunately i know some some of my friends that are in state they went to one of the other screenings that was a little closer to them so maybe that's why mm -hmm. um and and also the screening also happened on mardi gras day so <laughs> that may have also um deterred some people from my area but um yeah, everybody in the audience had a pin light, and even a few of the people I ended up talking to after the show, um, they drove all the way from Pensacola, um, oh, which wow. is like three about three hours away. Right. So that was pretty impressive. But hey, having having the uh, the theater to yourselves uh, on Mardi Gras night uh, for an idol concert, I think that's. Uh, Something you got to write down uh, uh, on your bucket list there. Oh, yeah. that's That was definitely an amazing experience. Like, I had a whole road to myself, so I was... And there was nobody behind me either, because I like to sit on the second row from the top. So, I had plenty of room to just, like, wave my little pin light, you know, as hard as I wanted to, and yell as loud as I want, and I didn't bother anybody. And everybody was yelling, so it was great. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Mako? Any Anything special happen in your neck of the woods? So, like I said, normally my area does not get any screenings for anything for, for idol activities. So I was surprised to find out when everyone started arriving that we had about three dozen in our theater. Ooh. Um most every most everybody came armed with pen lights. We had a few cosplayers, um, uh, but the few that did not have pen lights or really didn't care to have fun with us up at the top section, they sat down and closer to the screen. But we all partied up in the back. Um, everybody had pen lights. Everybody had UOs, which are the really bright, obnoxious orange light glow sticks, <laughs> and they po they popped them at a couple of song, a couple of different songs that were like the really memorable songs from um, Muse, um, mm -hmm. and. Um, at the very end, while well, she had it at the beginning, one of the cosplayers had hand drawn a banner for, and we all signed that banner at the end of the night. And the theater forgot oh. about us. The oh theater no! Compl yeah, like we were the last movie in that theater, and the lights never came up until somebody went out and told the staff, "Hey, we're trying to take a picture in theater 13," and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, let's turn the lights on." <laughs> so we're all trying. <laughs> 
We're trying to sign this bland, uh, banner over flashlights from phones. Some of them were like lighting their pen lights back up so we can wow. sign this banner. And it was a really, really cute banner too. Like her art was super cute. Um, wow. So we got pictures with everybody passed out and passed around social media information and. It was a lot of fun. I still missed my girls in D.C., but the experience with everybody else, that I know that there is a pretty decent scene, idol scene in Hampton Roads is warms my heart. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing, the fact that uh, you guys all gelled together over there, and uh, nothing would stop you from signing that poster, whether it be darkness or brightness in the theater once everything was done. Nope. And um, funny thing is, like, as we were getting finished up with um, our screenings, I don't know if you heard about any of this, Umi, but a lot of the um, people that follow um, my dance group on Twitter had gone to the Atlanta screening and the Atlanta mm-hmm. screening were like banning them from using their pen lights or UOs. They were um be and like they weren't allowed to use anything like they weren't allowed to do any of the chants some of them got cut off early um the staff kicked them out there was a lot of controversy going around in just that area yeah I've, that doesn't make any sense to me at all i don't know why it's it's not like there was there probably wasn't any other movie showing at the time because i don't know about you but i didn't get home until like midnight ish it was pretty late um, yeah, I got I got home probably about eleven eleven thirty, but like I said, we were hanging out a little bit afterwards. Right. Um. So so we were signing the banner, hanging out, taking pictures, passing I'm passing around social media handles. Um. I did my little plug because we're currently auditioning for members for the group. Um. So um. It ended up being something I found out behind. Like afterwards, because we all just started posting it in our group chat. Like, look what happened here. Look what happened here. And yeah. it uh, um, like boggles my mind that something like that would happen. Right. I, did they think that somebody was gonna throw a light stick at the screen? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I don't understand why they were being so mean. That's, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I'm not sure how many other theaters got that kind of treatment, but hopefully that was the only one because I can't imagine that being par for the course, you know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Goodness gracious. Uh, well, at least the two of you had a uh, wonderful time. What what time did it start uh, local? Like around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock? It started at seven. 7, and it was three hours long, so. Oh, Wow. Yeah, because it was split into three sections. They had the new group, which I can't, the their name escapes me right now. Ni- um, it's Nijigasaki uh, School uh, uh, Girls High School Idol Club. They really need to get a shorter name. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> gonna be a hard one to remember. Hopefully, uh, Japan Twitter makes up a. A yeah, like Mew, they usually do. <laughs> Mew, Knight, Mew Knight and I have just started calling it and calling them Nijigaku for short, so it works. Nice, nice. that works. So, um, the first part of the con- the first part of the concert was that group, and then they had they did some group songs, and they also did solo songs. 
And then the second part of it, and that each section was an hour. So each group got a nice big chunk of, you know, performance time. Um, and then the second group was Aquas. Um, they did some group songs. Um, and then they did the sub, the popular subgroup songs. Um, also, Saint Snow was there, which I am kind of surprised that for me personally, Snake, Saint Snow was the highlight of the concert. Like they mm-hmm. were the best, like performance wise. I was like, wow, like I know I like them, but wow, they just really blew it out the park that night. Like, whoo. For sure. Wow. Yeah. And then um, the last little bit was uh, Muse's Great Comeback, <laughs> which was fantastic. Like, even though they haven't performed together, you know, in so many years, they they still were. They were still the Muse that we grew to love in the first place. So that was really, really touching to see. So uh, you guys had a wonderful time, it sounds like. And uh, Umi, uh, do you uh, think that... Uh... This will be maybe the catalyst for uh, another Love Live concert screening in the future? I certainly hope so. Um, like I said, like my particular screening only had like 10 people, but there are some that had, you know, packed theaters. So hopefully, um, even if my theater, my closest theater doesn't get a chance to view anything like this again, hopefully someplace close will. Um, that I can drive to, you know, reasonably. And, you know, having idle content in overseas is always good no matter where it's at. So I'm rooting for it no matter where it ends up. Mako, do you share that sentiment? Oh, definitely. And um, I did miss having fun with my um, dance group. So even if it comes down here again. I mean, I'm going to probably take coming down here again, especially if it comes in the middle of the week, like it did this time. Um, but if it's on a weekend, I would certain, and it's not showing here, I would certainly make the drive up to um, DC to enjoy it with, with everybody else and still be able to enjoy it. Right. Well, um, we're actually almost out of time here, but I'm going to ask you uh, both one more question. And that is, um, you've been supporters of Extreme Anime Radio a long time. You've been wonderful cosplayers of our mascot, Sarah Yoshida. I would like to ask each of you what Sarah Yoshida means to you. And while you think of that answer, I'm going to ask Neff. Have you seen, Neff, any of the many incarnations of Love Live? No, that's actually one franchise. I've I've got the music because we've had it for background noise in the past right. when we could play music. But uh, no, I actually never have gotten the chance to see it because basically it's been one of those things where, okay, idol group anime, that's something I want to look at. But I've also seen the darker side where people get sucked in and I'm going, that's kind of spooky. I don't think I want to go there. Sucked in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, it's one thing to like a particular, you know, thing. It's one thing to, you know, buy every piece of merchandise for that particular thing. It's another thing yet to buy everything under the sun, do up your car like characters from that that uh, particular franchise. <laughs> and yeah, at that point, I am going to just back away from you slowly going, okay, I will back away from the person. I will not make any sudden scary moves that might make them attack me. 
I'm going to contact the vinyl printing company and get back to you. Okay, well, um, on your vehicle, that might actually work <laughs> because your vehicle is a, is a nice neutral color to start with as opposed to the leaking Nefmobile that's leaking something brown. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we've talked about this. It's time for Nef to get a new car. <laughs> but I'm trying to do something that's actually quite unusual. I need a very special type of control setup. There is a vehicle produced by the manufacturer of my choice that has that particular setup. However, it is mostly used by law enforcement. Oh. Oh, yes. Mm. So I'm going to be trying to get my hands on this vehicle. i let you know how it goes. <laughs> and that will happen the next time we do a live stream. The next live stream will be Monday, March 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern. That is our next live stream. We will see how things go with Neff's car search. We will taste some more Japanese snacks. And we are going to air the interview uh, with another talented Sarah Yoshida cosplayer, Kesho Cho Cosplay, whom I was fortunate enough to spend a day with uh, in southern England during my most recent trip uh, to the United Kingdom, which happened a few months ago. So again, Monday, March 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, that will be the next um, live uh, stream podcast show um, for next week. We're not going to do it uh, Wednesday or Thursday, as is normally the case, because of some scheduling stuff that's coming up next week. So next week, Monday, March 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern for the, um, for the live stream. Now, I will go around the horn and ask, uh, I'll start with Mako this time. What does Sarah Yoshida mean to you? Um, she means um, confidence. Um, she's always been um, able to not, not only um, kind of give me a little bit of courage to pursue dancing as a hobby since I'm now part of a love live dance group. I never thought that I'd be able to do choreographed dance like I do, but I can now say that I'm a dancing Sarah Yoshida cosplayer, <laughs> whereas I haven't been able to in the past. Um, so she's given me that confidence that I can do anything. I really can put, I really put my mind to. That is wonderful. I appreciate your, sharing your thoughts about that. And how about you, Umi? Um, Sarah has always been an icon to me. Um, it's always interesting to see everybody's different interpretations of her, but it never, it never matters how many different versions there are. We're all, you know, it's always Sarah, no matter what. So Sarah is Minnie, but also herself all at the same time. So I like how it can, how she brings us all together, you know, no matter how different we all are, um, no matter what genres of anime or music or anything else that we like, we all come back to Sarah at the end of the day. Thank you very much for sharing that, Umi. Uh, Neff, what welcome. does Sarah... Um, wait, wait a minute, Neff. Um, well, maybe I'll ask Neff the same question. What does Sarah mean to you, Neff? Well, Sarah to me represents, you know, freedom of expression, 
the ability to, you know, do your own thing and be confident while doing it, which is a very important thing for all of us to remember that, you know, no matter what we may do in life or may be in life, we should do it confidently. Well said, well said. And uh, on that uh, wonderful note, uh, to cheer everybody up, uh, we bring our show to a gentle conclusion for tonight. Uh, Maka, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners? Um, thank you guys so much for supporting the station in whatever format it's been. I say this every single time I come on. Um, but thank you guys so much. And if you guys are within the D.C. area, please follow me Night social media because I've talked about them so much. And if they ever heard this podcast later on, they're going to scream at me, why didn't you plug us? <laughs> um, you can find us easily. All of our social media is grouped on our link tree. So it's linktr.ee um, slash M-Y-U-U-N-I-T-E. And you'll have links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube, as well as Dancer and Staff applications we are always auditioning so if you'd like to come join the family come join us sweet and uh umi how about you anything you'd like to say sure um pretty much the same things as mako you know thank you everybody for supporting the station and all of us sarah cosplayers um your support and your likes and your shares and your retweets are greatly appreciated um also if you are into idols as well you can check out my um net idol group we are platinum happy um we also have a link tree um it's link tree slash uh platinum happy um so yeah thank you everybody for listening and hope you enjoy the show thank you very much guys and uh neff uh for you sir uh the closing commentary it's time if you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you hear on the Extreme Honor Radio podcast, drop us a line at extremehonorradio at gmail.com or check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash anime radio. And we're on Twitter at, at sorry, just had a brain fart there. Uh, what's, our, what's our Twitter handle again? Our Twitter. <laughs> Our Twitter is well. No, no, no. It's actually a bit of confusion because we couldn't secure at Anime Radio on Instagram. So Twitter is at Anime Radio, and Instagram is at Extreme Anime Radio. Thank you for you know, you know, trying to un, un, untangle this tangled brain of mine. <laughs> but in any event, thank you for listening, and be sure to join us next time on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Thank you very much, and uh, before I uh, end things, just to remind everybody, if you'd like to follow Umi or Mako on Instagram individually, um, Umi's Instagram handle is at Shoujo no Umi, so that's spelled S-H-O-J-O-N-O-U-M-I, at Shoujo no Umi, and Mako-chan is at Mako Chan Cosplay at M A K O C H A N Cosplay at Mako Chan Cosplay. So we thank everybody for listening. We thank Umi and Mako for joining us. Thank you, Umi. Thank you, Mako. Of course. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening, everybody. And remember, 
Keep on Dior Extreme on Radio Podcasts. Catch you next time. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have you heard about those places out there that sell personalized video greetings from celebrities? How would you like a personal greeting? And who better to star in your video message than Extreme Anime Radio's mascot, Sarah Yoshida? Sarah Shoutouts, featuring the cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida. Sarah Shoutouts allow you to select a Sarah cosplayer to provide a personalized shoutout or greeting on video. Want to wish someone a happy birthday or a happy holiday? Good luck on a test? Ask for advice? Too shy to say something and want Sarah to say it on your behalf? There are many possibilities. And most importantly, proceeds from your personalized video will go directly to Extreme Anime Radio in order to pay the station's operating expenses. For more information on how you can schedule a Sarah shout-out, please email extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Terms and conditions apply. Mention you heard about Sarah Shoutouts on the podcast and get yours for only $16. Extreme Anime Radio.